do believe I've heard from God. I really believe that. Uh, uh, I've, been, I've been praying. When you are in a, a time of revival, renewal, uh, restoration, you, you, you've got to be as sensitive as you can be to the leadership of the Holy Spirit. Uh, we do not want to grieve the Holy Ghost. We want to, we want to please the Holy Ghost. And uh, I believe with all my heart from the message Wednesday night and from what God has been showing me, uh, God's been doing a whole lot of plowing, hasn't he? You know, Hosea 10, 12 says, Sow to yourselves in righteousness, reap mercy, break up your fallow ground, for it's time to seek the Lord till he come and rain righteousness upon you. And God's been breaking up ground. Uh, I've had people come to me and, and say, Preacher, I didn't realize I'd gotten this far away. I, I never realized I, that, that my life uh, was in such a way. Uh, they've been turning, throwing away CDs. They've been throwing away movies they had in their house. And, uh, and, and I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about porno movies. I'm talking about uh, movies that, that, that most people think, well, that's all right. It's only got a few cuss words in it. How many, how many, uh, would you go to your child and say, well, little Johnny's all right. He just said a few cuss words this week. You would tan his hide if he said one. I need a witness. Then why are you going to sit in letting him listen to all that garbage? I believe we need to, I believe we need to go through our kids' stuff. Yeah, I believe that. I don't believe we ought to let them have no awful, vulgar garbage that's in there that's displeasing to the Lord. I believe we need to do that. And God has been doing that. There's been plowing going on. Uh, there's been clearing going on. And, uh, and I've been as sensitive as I can. And I believe the Lord is speaking to us now. Uh, what comes after the plowing and the prepping of the soil, then comes the planting. Say that with me. Then comes the planting. The planting. Uh, you want to plant the right seed, and, and uh, God, God gave me a thought about this particular, uh, 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 this particular message this morning. Uh, when you're plowing, you're planting, you're expecting a what? Help me now. Harvest. Well, what about this? The Lord spoke to me and said, expect a harvest from heaven in 2007. They didn't get it. They didn't get it. I didn't read that in the horoscope, y'all. I didn't get the paper and say, oh, no. God said, this is going to be temple's year. Expect a harvest from heaven in 2007. Let's give him praise and glory this morning. Before you get any harvest, there's got to be some plowing. How many of you has God plowed on lately? Boy, howdy. And I'm glad that period's over with. Amen. Thank God. Hallelujah. Uh, there's, there's, boy, I tell you what, I had tractor tracks all over me. Amen. Uh, God convicted me and drawing me and letting me see where I was and where I need to be. And I'm glad that God prepared my heart for what he's doing today. Listen, after the plowing's over, then comes the, what I say? The planting. Now, I want to do this real quickly uh, uh, before we go into the message. I need to, I need to uh, do like Barney Five said. Uh, we got to nip something in the bud. Say amen. Need a little bud nipping this morning. It's better to, to, to nip it in the bud before it gets out of control. Uh, we, we had to do some uh, 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 changes in our, our, our Sunday school area, Sunday school department in the, uh, in the elementary area down there. And uh, uh, there's been people that's asked questions about it, but they don't ask me. 
Uh, uh, listen, I need you. If you've got questions about it, I'll be glad to share with you uh, 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 what's, what the changes were, how they were implemented, and so forth and so on, what needs to be. Uh, and the reason that has to be that way, if you want a true answer, you've got to go to the source. Amen. And most of the time I've found out that people that won't go to the source, they're not looking for a true answer. Amen. And before you stand up and say what you don't like or what you would do different, make sure you know the whole story. Amen. I need a witness. Everybody, everybody wants to criticize the president for the decisions he's made. Everybody. But when you ask those people, well, what would you do? Well, I don't know. Well, here's the only problem. He does not have that luxury. He has to make a decision. Everybody wants to tell Peyton Manning what he should have done in that play before. But that's why they're sitting on the couch with popcorn in their lap. They don't have a demanding coach on the sideline. They don't have a linebacker coming through that line ready to take their head off at any given moment. Are y'all with me? There's got to be decisions made. Every decision that's made is not always liked. But I don't have the luxury of just not doing anything. Matter of fact, I do not have that option at all. I have to do what God says to do. Amen. Now, if you've got questions about it, I'll be glad. And I'm not, I'm not being arrogant or smart or, or mean. or anything. I'm just trying to let you know the best way to find out something is go straight to the source. That's all I'm saying. Amen? Amen. So y'all help me with that. If you've got any questions, you come, come to me. I'll be glad to help you and share with whatever you want to know. I'll be glad to tell you. Amen? Amen. All right. Uh, that, that just goes right along with the message today. We don't need to be planting the wrong seeds. God has prepped our church for this year. God has prepped the hearts. God has prepped this place. And God now, he is saying it's time to plant the right seeds because there's going to be a great harvest. I believe, I believe this year is going to be the greatest year Temple ever had. I really believe that because of what God is doing, what God has done, and what God is going to do in the future. How, how many did we have yesterday, Brother Buchanan? had 93 parents and teenagers together for parenting night. I remember when it come to that area, I remember when there was nine or three. Amen. God's doing a great thing. Let's trust him. Amen. Let's all stand in reverence to the reading of God's holy word. I'm not going to preach long, I hope. (laughs) Psalms 126 and verse number 5. Uh, You do not want to miss tonight. Tonight is going to be wonderful. And that may be why God's not going to let me preach the third point. He may let me do it tonight because it involves the family and what we're going to do there. Uh, Psalms 126.5, are you there? Say amen. amen. Read it with me aloud. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. He that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing the sheaves with him. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for your presence in this place. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You can be seated. I want to preach a few moments this morning on the subject, Principles in Planting. Principles 
in planting. I read a few verses. Uh, I just read a while ago, Hosea 10. Sow to yourselves in righteous reaping mercy. Break up your fallow ground, for it is time to seek the Lord. Till he come and rain righteousness upon you. Uh, that is a great verse. Uh, we are to do our part, then God is going to do his part. It also says in First Corinthians, excuse me, 2 Corinthians 9, verse 6, But this I say, he which soweth sparingly, say that with me, he which soweth shall reap also sparingly. And he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Galatians chapter 6, verse 7. Be not deceived. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption, but he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. I like this part. And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. I'm glad for the harvest that God has promised Temple Baptist Church. I'm glad for the promise that God said if we will do the plan, he will send the increase. They shall doubtless come again, bringing their sheaves with them. As I was studying this, there was a lot of areas and directions I wanted to go, uh, Brother Smith, but I found out this. Uh, All in a nutshell, planting is simply investing. Planting is simply investing. Some people uh, have the idea, when, and, and, and because a lot of uh, wrong places, uh, wrong cults and wrong religions and all that kind of thing, they have taken this principle and used that to make a billion dollars with. They are milking widows. They are milking uh, homebound people. They are taking us and plant a seed into our ministry and we'll do whatever. Plant a seed and you'll drive a Rolls Royce. Man, that's a bunch of hogwash and a bunch of garbage. That's not what I'm talking about. But when you plant a seed, you are expecting a return. You are expecting a harvest. You are not wasting your time. You're putting that in the ground with an expectation of later on receiving something on your investment. I need a witness this morning. Y'all help me preach and I'll preach my heart out. I guarantee you, God wants you to hear this this morning. Some of us are reaping harvest today of, listen, seeds we put in the ground that we do not like. Some of us are reaping harvest today. Uh, Some of us are experiencing things today. Some of us are reaping things in our life that we wish to God we never would reap, but we fail to remember that harvest only come up from the seeds we put down. God is tearing up the ground. God has prepped our hearts. God has prepped the soil. God is, are y'all with me? God began to speak to my heart about what we need to invest in this year. Invest in this year. Boy, I wish I could get to number three. He ain't gonna let me. It'll have to be tonight. Invest in. Number one, there's some things we need to invest in this year. If we're expecting, don't expect something that you're not putting in the ground. Parents, don't expect something out of your kids that you're not putting into them. Don't don't expect respect out of them if you're not putting some in there. Don't expect love and affection out of them if you're not putting, I need a witness. Don't expect to come into the worship service and get your tank filled up 
Don't expect to come in here and feel fullness of joy and be able to rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Don't be able to expect to do all that if you're not going to put something into it. If you're going to sit there with your hands in your pockets, with your mouth zipped shut, with, listen, a, a, a frozen, chosen look on your face, don't expect to reap nothing out to serve. Hallelujah. We need to invest in some things. The young people, I want you to take good notes. Now, y'all been doing great. Y'all been doing wonderful. Uh, 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 do, do, keep on that way. Say amen. Number one, write this down, young people. The thing I'm going to invest in this year, I'm going to plant some seeds in my faith. This came from God, y'all. I'm telling you, write it down. This is, this is, this is, oh, help us. I want to, I want to this year, Brother Spence, I want to invest in my faith. I want my faith to be greater this year than it's ever been before. Why? Because the Bible says, for without faith, it is impossible to please him. I believe that will give the insinuation that great faith pleases God greatly. I believe with all my heart, now, now stay with me this way, uh, stay with me. I believe with all my heart when God's children show great faith in God the Father, I believe it tickles him to death. I believe when he looks down and uh, listen, his children look up to him and trust him completely, trust him fully and put their faith totally in him. They do not put their faith in society. They do not put their faith in social security. They do not put their faith in, listen, the things of this world, but they look totally to him. Him, it pleases the Father. And boy, the Bible says if you had faith as a grain of a mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea. Oh, what could be done with great faith if our church would just start planting seeds into their faith, if our church would just start investing in their own faith. Listen, we all start somewhere. There's not just a limited amount of faith that God gives out to everybody. We all start somewhere. He didn't say if you had the, the faith the size of a mustard seed. He didn't say that, and so many people use that. Uh, Brother Steve, they say, uh, well, if, if your faith, you've got that much faith, you can, you can remove that mountain. I promise you this, I've had that much faith, and I ain't removed no mountain yet. He wasn't talking about the size. Because he could have said a grain of sand. He said if you had faith as a grain of a mustard seed. A mustard seed is one of the smallest seeds, yet it has a potential to grow. It has a potential to get larger and larger. He said if you had the kind of faith that will grow and extend and increase, man, there's nothing that you can't do. Hallelujah. I want to invest in my faith. He said, but you're the preacher. You're supposed to have all the faith. Oh, I wish I did. That teen center will already be done. Listen, we might, even have a, we might even have a big old bus. I mean, one of them big, nice ones, flames on the side for the teens to ride around in. And I'm not, I'm not playing. God wants to give us the kingdom, but it takes faith to get it. Let's start planting and investing in our faith this year. Let's let our faith be greater this year. Let's let, oh, help somebody help me. So I preach, how are we going to invest in it? What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Well, if we're going to invest in our faith, if we're going to plant seeds in our faith, listen, this is what we do. There's got to be an increase of information. There's got to be an increase of information. Increase of information. Uh, Brother Buchanan, there's some that ain't got, ain't got paper and pens. We need to fix that problem. Not right now. Not right now. But, but tonight, from now on, help me with that. All right, young people? I, 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 don't, do this. I don't do this just to waste my time. Y'all help me with this. 
How am I going to increase my faith? What am I going to do to increase my faith? Brother Donnie, the Bible says, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You know what I found out? The more I know about him, the more faith I have in him. The more I read about what he did for David down in that valley with Goliath, whoo, he can do it for me. If he can call fire down from heaven and send fire down and kill 450 prophets of Baal, son, I read it in the book. I read it. I wasn't reading Reader's Digest. I was not reading Time Magazine. I was not reading the cartoon section, even though I read it sometimes. I was reading the Word of God. Son, as you find out what he did, he brought manna down from heaven. Brother, Brother Kenneth, he brought water out of a rock. He split the Red Sea. Oh, son, there's nothing he can't do. He rained quail down knee deep as far as the eye could see. And the more you know about him, the more faith you have in him. It's no wonder some of us don't have any faith. We hadn't picked up our Bible in a month. It's got that much dust on it. I mean, you, some of y'all don't even know where it's at because it's been in the lost and found for a year. Help me, somebody. If we're ever going to increase our faith, we've got to increase the knowledge. We've got to get in God's Word. We've got to study it. We've got to learn it. We've got to believe it. We believe it to be saved. We practice it to be holy. Amen. Hallelujah. We've got to increase our information. I want to know more about Him this year than I knew last year. Man, some of us don't even know the Ten Commandments. Some of us don't even know the Twelve Disciples. Some of us don't even know the books of the Bible. You say, oh, but preacher, I can't. No, 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 no. This is elementary things. Amen. This is elementary things. I guarantee you this. This is a sad fact. But that little crowd down there, we could drag them up here, and they would probably put us to shame. Amen. We need to get back to knowing the book. Amen. The Bible said my people perish for lack of knowledge. I don't want y'all leaving out here dumb as a rock. You know why? Because there's everybody in the brothers on the TV and on the radio trying to sell you a false bill of goods. Every cult in the nation is trying to tell you what you need of theirs. And listen, all they're going to do is lead you down the wrong path. They are wolves in sheets, clothing. They are false prophets. You need to know the book. You need to know the word. And if I'm not doing my part, you're not going to get it. And if I'm doing my part, you need to help me with it and learn it. We need to sow seeds of faith. We need to increase our faith this year. How are we going to do that? By increasing the information. Oh, I like this one. God, I mean in the middle of the night last night, this one here. We need to invoke the impossible. We need to invoke the impossible. They said this building was impossible. They said it was. We stepped out in faith. You got any Bible for that? Oh, boy, do I. You ready for this, Bo? You ready? First time Jesus was in the ship with the disciples. The ship was going under, the storm was raging, the water was coming in. I'm talking about the water was coming in the boat. Jesus was getting wet and he was still asleep. But when one of his children just took one, Master, carest thou not that we perish? He stands up. Peace be still. But that's not the point. I read again where they was in the boat again, but he wasn't with them. He wasn't with them. The disciples on the, on, the, on the sea, tossed to and fro, tossed to and fro. Here Jesus comes walking on the water. He said, if it is you, 
let me come to you. You got to put it up there, Brother Barnes. Put it up there so I can read it. Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, if it be thou. What did he say? Say it again. What is that? He's invoking, requesting the impossible. Oh, you tried walking on water lately? He's saying, God, let me do the impossible. I don't want to stay in the ship with everybody else. I want to do what nobody else has done. What is God doing? He's building their faith. Watch this. Woo-hoo. And he said, come, come. You know what God is doing? He is waiting on us to come to him and request something that's impossible so he can give it to us. I'm so full right now, I can't stand it. He's saying, come. Come on, son. Come on. That's what I've been waiting on all this time. I've been waiting on you to believe me that I am who I say I am. I can do what I say I can do. I've been waiting on this moment. Come on, Peter. The Bible says he walked on the water. I want to do the impossible. When's the last time we come to God with something impossible? You know what we'll do? We'll try to figure out, uh, let's, let's, see what, what, let's see what he can do. The only thing we'll ask him is what we think he can accomplish. But you know what we need to do? Brother hurt. we need to get a good old, I'm talking about an old-fashioned dose of faith and come to God and say, God, let me do the impossible. Let me do the impossible when it comes to them teen girls. Let me do the impossible when it comes to that sign ministry. We want to sign before thousands. Oh, God, let us do the impossible this year. Everybody else is doing the status quo. Everybody else is doing the noise. Let's, 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 let's go beyond that. That's why God has told us, listen, above and beyond the call of duty. Invoke the impossible. Ask God to let us do that which nobody else and everybody else says can't be done. He told David he couldn't whip Goliath. He'd come back with his head in his hand. He told Noah he was crazy. But he went on the longest cruise of anybody. Say amen. Don't tell me it can't be done. Let's do the impossible this year. Let's ask God for the impossible. He's waiting for us to ask the impossible. Invoke the impossible. Brother Tony, God is dying to show himself strong on the behalf of his people. Can you see it? Can you see what God is doing? He's on that shore, and he's so proud of Peter. He said, oh, but he sank, but God was with him. I don't see nobody else getting out there walking on the water. Who got to stand on the day of Pentecost? Woo-hoo! The impossible. Listen, I want to increase my faith. I want, to be, I want to be stronger in my faith this year. I believe God can get it done. And you, what, 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 what do you need God to do for you? What, do you? what do you think is so impossible that's too hard for him? That's what you need to start asking him for. Because that's what it'll take. What happens? What, are y'all with me? Can y'all see me in the back? What do you think it did to Peter's faith when he went to treading on that water? 
by faith. The first service we had in here. whole time skeptics saying you're going to put them in bankruptcy. The whole time Satan saying you're going overboard. You're crazy. Oh my faith. We stepped out in faith. We stepped out in faith and built that side. Had people leave. You're going into bankruptcy. You're doing this and you're doing that. They left because they was afraid to get out of the boat. afraid to get out of the boat. Some of you are so stuck to the side of the boat you wouldn't step out in faith of God to hit you with a, a, a cattle prod. I don't want the status quo. I don't want a normal church. I don't want what everybody else has. I want the impossible. Man, my faith. When I would see God, listen, when that mortgage payment coming around, we didn't have it. Mr. Barrett called me and said, somebody sent a check in the mail for $2,000. I said, what else we need? She said, that just covered it. Amen. Woo! Amen. He done it again. Amen. Let's get out the boat. Let's start investing in our faith. Building our faith. Strengthening our faith. What time is it? What time is it, Brother Dorgan? I can give you this one. This is short. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to do the family tonight. Y'all know that's going to be the last F. It's faith. Okay. Miss Melissa, it's great, too. I mean, I mean it's going to so line up, Brother Buchanan, with what we did yesterday and what they're going to do tonight. <laughs> If you miss tonight, you have, oh, help us, Jesus. You're going to miss the greatest blessing in the world. These teens are going to sign and, and, and got helpers. It's, it's going to be so great. I want to invest in my faith. But I need all our leaders, all our, our teachers, all those that, uh, everybody in the building needs this point. But I want our, our, I want our people, and y'all too especially, Brother Buchanan, this year, God's really impressed on my heart, and I've spoken to a couple people about it, and, 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 but God's impressed on my heart to invest in my function. What I do for God. Brother, Brother Lawrence, that would be the are you for you. Brother Barry, that would be primarily the music for you. We all are Sunday school teachers, but primarily... Brother O'Neill, I'm, I'm seeing something. I'm seeing something, and, 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 and you're the, one of the greatest people persons I've ever met in my life. The, I, 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 don't, I don't know of anybody that can go into a situation and diffuse a situation and make everybody smile and kiss and make up like he can. And God knows we need that in the house of God. Amen. Seeing something toward that area. I'm telling you, I've seen it. We talked a little bit about it, and, and, and I've got an idea, and God's starting to speak to me. I just wish He'd do it earlier in the day. I got home at 3 o'clock this morning. 
I thought I wasn't supposed to work on Sunday. Oh, you ought not procrastinate. I've been studying all week. So you ought not to worry about that. You don't have to stand up here and look at all y'all. And you won't have to stand for God for what you do in this place neither. I'll just wait till he, I'm, I know that I'm, I got what he said. But I got it. He showed me something. He showed me something in this area, investing in my function. I want to be good at what I do. And I'm not talking arrogantly, and I'm not talking about just for time. I want God's hand to be upon me. If I'm going to preach, I need to be good at it. Because there's a whole bunch of people that ain't. I've sat in services, and I'm thinking... Help him, Jesus, because he's the only one that could. I'm not being arrogant. I'm just telling you like it is. People take it haphazardly. People take it like it's just something. No. If it's what I am called to do, God said, whatever thy hand findeth to do, do it with thy might. And I found a verse. Paul told Timothy, when he was encouraging Timothy, stay with me, don't leave me. I know it's 12, I'm hungry too, but stay with me on this. He said this, give exhortation to reading, to doctrine. He said this, you got my verse, Brother, Brother Barnes, if you'll give me that verse. Watch this, watch this, y'all. This is important, I only got two subs right here, we're almost done. Read it with me. Okay, oh, okay, okay. Let's just try the first sentence. All right, read it with me. Neglect. Stop. You got something. You got something I ain't got. You got something I ain't got. Well, the pastor ought to be able to master No, the pastor ought to be smart enough to get people with him that can do what he can't do. I know I don't look too bright, but I'm smarter than your average bear. God's given y'all something. I know what mine is. Mine's preaching. I'm not a, I'm not a, a sixteenth of the pastor that my dad was. He could pastor people to death. Just have people loving him to just to. I, I don't have that. But I can preach. I know what my gift is. I know, and I'm not being arrogant. I'm trying to prove a point here. And this is what he said. He told Timothy, he said, that thing that God gave you, that gift that God gave you, that's something that he put in you. He didn't put it in nobody else, and you do not need to neglect it. You need to do everything you can to make it better. Now, the Bible says everybody's got a gift to use in the house of God. Now, stay with me. Everybody's got a gift to be utilized in the house of God in this ministry this year. You need to find out what that is and get busy. Preacher, how am I going to invest in my function? How am I going to plant seeds in my function? How am I going to do this to expect a return? There's some things I'm doing with my preaching ministry, Brother Buchanan, that I'm expecting a return later on. I don't have all them CDs in my truck and in my house and everywhere I go for nothing. 
I don't read every book I can for nothing. I listen, I don't talk to people and get advice and counsel about preaching and all that for nothing. I'm expecting a return. I'm expecting one day to be able to stand with God's hand on my life and power in my preaching. I'm expecting a return. Now, how are we going to... How are we going to plant this in, in our function? Some of you teachers need to hear this and you leaders in, in whatever you're doing. How are we going to do this? A, be faithful in its delivery. Be faithful. I stayed up this morning. Brother Spence to be faithful. I don't know why. I, this is like the third time in a row. And I don't know why. It, it, this is not an all the time thing. But it's just been here lately. And it's like I have the stuff I have. And, but but I, it just won't fall together till. And don't feel sorry for me. I don't want nobody to feel sorry for me because at that moment, I have no idea what time it is. I'm so wrapped up in God and I'm so in the heavens, I have no idea what time it is. So I get home and Tammy tells me. (laughs) But I'm going to be faithful in it. Choir, you're not going to get no better until you be faithful. What if all them choir people was faithful? I, I, I don't understand it. It was three weeks ago. You couldn't put another person in that choir. Where'd they go? What if I was faithful to preaching as what y'all are to what you do? Amen. Woo, go ahead, Rev. You're doing it now. Amen. Amen. We don't want to shout now, do we? You know what my dad told me? Man, more and more, I'm finding out how smart he was. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? The older we get, the smarter our parents get. Amen? <laughs> he told me when I, when I surrendered to preach, I was so scared, I was terrified. I was terrified. I mean, I was, oh, Jesus, don't make me get in front of people. I wanted to preach by proxy. Say amen. <laughs> Let somebody else get me. I'll tell him what to say. Amen. <laughs> I was so scared. I, 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 he said, it'll be all right. It'll be all right. I said, I, I can't, I, I don't, I, I, I'm nervous. I, I, I stutter and I, I I, I, he said, you want, don't worry about it. You just stand beside me. I'll say everything. He lied. <laughs> he got me in front of the whole church. And this is what he said. Had me beside. I was looking down where I didn't normally look because I wasn't going to look up. He said, Malcolm's got something he wants to say. <laughs> and then he said this. Be ready. This was Sunday night. He said, be ready Wednesday. Huh? Be ready Wednesday. I, 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 why, 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 you know, Lord, I'm, I'm thinking God's wanting me to be a Sunday school teacher, Dad. I don't know. I, I had it mixed up. I don't. He said, be ready Wednesday night. Because, son, the only way you're going to learn how to do it is get in there and do it. Amen. I thought, see, he, you know, he, he didn't have no education. and he, he, You know, he don't, he don't know. He just, you know, I got to Bible college. Dr. Brown stood up in the class. Said, boys, y'all go preach to the stump. You go find you three cows to sit still. You preach to them three cows. He said, the only way you're going to get better at doing it is just get in there and do it. I said, I paid to hear what my dad done told me. Well, I got an investment there, didn't I? But it's true. Get in there and do it. You know why Tiger Woods can knock the eyes out of a golf ball? He does it all the time. Hello? But we want to haphazardly do whatever God's called us to do. 
and wonder why we ain't no count at it. Yeah, I said that. There's preachers that just ain't no count at what they do. And they don't need to get up. Because after they sit down, people are saying, Dear God, why did he get up? And I'm not being mean, but there's so many people that go into church and they go into church one time and they hear that jive turkey and they never go back because they think every church is just like that. And they would be better to the cause of Christ at, listen, mow grass or something. If you're not going to be faithful in what God's called you to do, help me now. I'm going to be faithful. Brother Thomas, I'm going to read everything I can. I'm going to hear everything I can. I'm going to study everything I can. I'm going to study as hard as I can. And I don't care if I have to sleep here tonight. I'm going to know I heard from him before I stand up here. be faithful in its delivery. Listen, if you're in the, in, the, in the choir, you need to start being faithful. If you can't be faithful, don't even get up there. If you can't come and study and, and practice the songs, you don't need to be up there. The, the, the teen people, if you're not going to come to practice, you don't need to be up here. Because if we're going to do it, we're going to do it right. Where's Aaron? Perfection. Ain't that what the man said? Say it, say it to me. I can't remember how it goes. You remember what I'm talking about? About the dictatorship and everything on this field? What was the rest? In other words, what we do on this field, we're going to do it right. If the world can expect that out of the world's people, God surely can expect it out of God's people. Last of all, how am I going to invest in it? Here's what I want to tell y'all, Brother O'Neill and Brother Barry. I got some ideas for y'all too. And somewhat for you, but I ain't lined out with you yet. But the next verse, the next verse, he said neglect. In other words, don't be careless with it. Be faithful in it. Neglect not the gift that is in thee. But then in the next verse, watch this here. Meditate upon these things. Now read this sentence with me. Read this sentence with me, everybody. Really, I'm almost done. This is it right here. Give thyself. Do you have the definition of that where I had printed out? Watch this here. Holy. To the full or entire extent. To the exclusion of other things. You know what God told me? I'm going to have to take you all out of some things. So you can focus on on that gift. I don't know how that's going to happen. I don't know when that's going to happen. I don't know all that that stuff, but I know I see a couple thousand people in here. I see Brother O'Neill over over a pastoral counseling ministry. And I don't know how all that's going to be involved in, in, I'm just just telling you what I'm I'm, I'm, I'm seeing and and I don't know how all that's going to be with with missions and all that. I I I don't know. But he's got a gift. Amen. We're going to help him get some college classes for counseling. Maybe help him get a doctor degree in that. Why? He's better at it than I am. We're going to help him invest in that. So he can bless our church. Amen. We're going to do that with Brother Barry. Music's his thing. We've got to make him the best of the best at that. Amen. How are we going to do that? 
Back, back to the point, back to the point. Be focused in its... We need to be in our gift as dogmatic about it as I am with my preaching. When's the last time you've been so focused on your gift that you didn't realize it was 3.30 in the morning? That you cared enough about what God put in you that everything about you was so wholly given to it. Football players eat, sleep. Listen, Peyton Manning is one of the most focused in his development for what he does. That's why he's the best at what he does. He eats, sleeps, dreams it, thinks about it. He thinks about plays. He thinks about calls. He thinks about defensive schemes. He does all this. That's why he's the best at what he does. We need to start investing in what God has invested in us. Amen. Church, say amen. amen. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much. God, I, I don't know why you want me to draw this